We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely on advertisements. In studio with us this week, we have the great Doug Vaughn, Joining us while Smash is on vacation, Doug, thanks again for being here. David Solomon on the keyboard, working it hard. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> well, it's always a great, happy to be here. great to have you. Uh, we might have to bring you in on our uh, ritual, which is getting Rosalita's after the show, grabbing lunch, oh, yeah. brunch, whatever the case may be, at uh, Rosalita's here in De Pere, okay. or if the mood should strike you and we're downtown sometime, we can check out Rosalita's on Wash Ave, one of our great sponsors, and uh, Smash and I are actually uh, talking about doing a karaoke night at Rosalita's out west one of these nights, one of these summer nights. Would oh. you be interested in joining us for that? Well, I, I'm not a great singer. Well, see, but you do no. sing. Well, like by myself <laughs> in the car. That's about it, and I sound darn good in the car. You don't do, you've never done karaoke? Oh, just maybe years ago when I was plastered once. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have to get you out. So Rosalita's. Is that a big thing at Rosalita's? Can no, you? we're going to bring it there. We're oh. going to have a – we just decided that would be a great way to kind of use – you know, support a sponsor but also have a good time. Yeah. Smash, obviously, has you know, been an entertainer for a long time. Oh, knows yeah. How, he can build knows how to work a microphone. And plus, the West County location, you have that nice big bar area. You have the beautiful patio, especially on some of these nights now that you don't need to bundle up. Absolutely. You know, Chips you know. and salsa flowing, the What's margaritas. That's a great place. I've been to the one on Wash Ave, and it's really nice. Both of them are outstanding. Are the, food's, the food's incredible. The fajitas, the quesadillas, all of it. Delicious. Occasionally, our ritual, too, is Sunday brunch, you know, after we do the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball right now, Doug, since I got you here and I got the baseball savant, Dave Solomon, uh, in the studio. (laughs) So we had another no-hitter, two no-hitters this week. And I guess, first of all, it's when I saw the the first one this week, I forget who it was, the Tigers— was it the Tigers yeah. pitcher? Yes, it was the Tigers. I believe sure Scott Turnbull. Turnbull. Yeah, Turnbull. I saw like I think yeah. I was watching like Fox News or something. They flashed it up like fifth no hitter. There was like five. No- I didn't even know there were had already been four other no hitters before that one, and one that didn't count because it was only seven innings. Oh, that's yeah, right. Ma- Mad- yeah. Madison Bumgarner, and believe it or not, too, the Seattle Mariners and the Cleveland Indians have been no hit twice. Wow, yeah. it's it's just crazy because I don't remember. I, I just don't remember anything like that where we've had this many no hitters. And also, I went to the game Wednesday night, the Cardinal game, and it's just, it kind of speaks to just how boring the game has become. Yeah. Because you kind of got, it's like strikeout, walk, home run. There's just not a lot in between, it seems no. like. I know. I I saw where the uh, average batting average in Major League Baseball right now is about 236. Yes. 236. Yes. It wasn't that long ago that that got you cut. You were right. in the minors. Below 250 was considered, yeah. you know, not major league level. You weren't good enough to play. I mean, they, is this Bob Gibson's revenge? I mean, we're at 1968 levels here. Yeah, I saw yeah. the uh, Harrison, the guy for the Cardinals, left uh, left field. He's batting like 170 yeah, or we something. Got, yeah, we got outfielders that hit in the one, <laughs> outfielders who hit in the 100s, and nobody really thinks too much about it. No, it's remarkable. I mean, Matt yeah, Carpenter's a big pinch hitter. He's <clears> hitting about 90. Well, nobody cares about batting average anymore. I mean, Doug, you've been a long time student of the game. You remember back in the day, as even I'm trying to act like I'm all old now, just like Mark, but back in the day. <laughs> He's older than me. Barely. But back in the day, when you had two strikes, your goal was to just avoid striking out, put the ball in play, choke up, make contact. Now yeah. they'll go up there, 
looking to walk or looking for the big hit. They're not looking to just get on base, hit that little bloop single. Yeah, mm-hmm. what I've never understood, you know, the shift has also been talked about a lot, whether they should do away with the shift. There's no doubt it takes away a lot of base hits. Yeah. But why don't guys, I, I never, like, especially a guy like Carpenter, like, why aren't you trying to bunt down the third baseline? Make is it, it that hard? At some point. Is it so hard to do? Even Teddy Williams did that. I don't get it. Like, is it really, I mean, I can understand balls coming 100 miles an hour, and that's the other thing. Pitchers are throwing faster than they've ever thrown. Yeah. But still, you'd think, like, this is your job. You'd work on. You could work on it in batting practice. Year just round. laying down yeah. a slap bunt down the third baseline. And I mean, you'd figure, even if he gets on two out of ten times, that's better than what he's doing now. And you would think it would it would be a 50-50 type of that's thing. That's what I'm saying. I think it would be like three out of ten. You'd be you know three yeah. or four. You might bat four hundred. You would think, but some computer geek from an Ivy League school was probably telling these front offices, "Hey, you're actually more productive." If you just keep your approach and go for that homer or go for that double rather than just get the bloop single every time. But see, that's my point, though. Like, it would be more exciting to see a guy try to do that. Like, you know, like, I agree. Spam the strike zone. Do something different. I mean, it's just, there's, it seems like they don't adjust at all for it. No, they make zero adjustment. They just keep swinging for the fences. Harrison Bader is another example. The guy is as fast as Lou Brock ever was. Why isn't he? Why isn't he a slap hitter? Right. Why doesn't he just try to put it in place somewhere and run? Yeah, and steal bases. I I like the you know cat and mouse game, stealing bases and you know, I think sacrifice. At some, at some point, they're going to have to move the mound back. And well, they're, they're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, there's even a minor league where they're doing that, but they only move it back like a foot. I think I don't know if that's yeah. I think be they enough. moved it back a foot and a half, but I'd be scared of that because then you start getting into a safety concern and injury risks. Just like for who the pitcher? Yeah, for the pitcher. It's just like when you moved the mound and shortened it after 68 when you lowered it from 15 inches to 10 inches. Why now you see more pitchers with shoulder injuries and blowing out their elbows. I know, yeah, some of it's they're stronger and they throw harder. And when you throw harder, ligaments pop and shoulders get strained. But well, I don't think they're going to throw any harder. I mean, they'd be throwing the well, same. Well, can't. And but you have to put just a little more on anyway. it. They're all hurt. Every, <laughs> every one of them has Tommy John surgery at some point. Right. You just assume they're going to have it at some point in their yeah. career. Well, that's the other thing about this, the pitching. It's like the... I don't know. It doesn't seem like guys, you know, you don't see as as, as much of a. I think you, I actually think widening the strike zone uh, would be more entertaining. You know, move the move the mound back. Call the strike zone the stri- as it was originally called, especially the low strike and the high strike. I mean, it used to be from the chest to the knees, and now it's like the armpit to the belt or something microscopic like that. Yeah, and I think part of the problem there is when you've got. And the computers now, you know, these umpires are they're they're kind of calling to the the what do you call that the K zone and all that. It just yeah. kind of takes a lot of it out. And, and that's the thing. I kind of miss the the arguments. I don't like replay. I re- I wish they would go back to not having replay yeah, yeah. and just you know have a manager go crazy instead of this. Oh, they they kind of stay. They go to the top of the step, wait for the guy in the dugout to tell them whether or not they should challenge it, and then challenge yeah. it. And that's just that slows the game down too. It's just. One of the easiest jobs in the world is Major League Umpire now. Except, right. You except for the time you're behind home plate. If you're a base umpire, call anything. They'll, they'll fix it if it's wrong. <laughs> right. well, it's How kinda, can you miss? It's kind of the same with all officiating. I mean, in, in football, the same way. I mean, there's just not a lot less pressure on officials everywhere to be able to, you know, know yeah. that you've got this safety net. And, and it has to change the way you call it. And the challenge, too. A smart manager, and Mike Schilt being one of the smarter ones, you know, Tony LaRusso back when he was here as well, will know how to use the challenge. And, hey, maybe if I act like I'm going to challenge a play, that's an extra 30 seconds for my pitcher to warm up while I'm, quote, 
looking at the video. And occasionally, if you really need a timeout and you know that you're at the point where you either have an extra challenge to burn if it's the right scenario late in the game or maybe you know you're not going to need it, well, maybe I can use that one-minute or two-minute timeout. And it's just ridiculous. Get rid of the challenge. Have a centralized replay official with the instructions. If there's a call that's egregious, then you buzz in and say, hey, we want to take a look. But don't leave it in the hands of the managers who can manipulate it and use it as a stall tactic when it seems like for every role that Major League Baseball <laughs> implements, there's another loophole that just makes it worse. Oh, well, he said a mouthful there, Doug, on his Dave Solomon. I had to sit through and cover Solomon's that three-hour, 40-plus-minute game. <laughs> Solly's hot takes here. You know, speaking of Tony reason were you surprised he came back to baseball? I want to get your thoughts on that. I was uh, shocked that he came I back guess, to manage. I guess not so much. It's been his entire life. You know, he was in the major leagues at like 18, back when if you signed a bonus baby, they had yeah. to go straight to the yeah. majors. He was one of those guys. I'm pretty sure he has a law degree, too, doesn't he? He does. Yes. Yeah. He's been doing this his entire life. He left his family to do this in St. Louis. Yeah. That's what surprised me, that he left his wife and two teenage girls back in California when he moved here. Like, yeah. Lots of people get jobs in other cities, but they take their family with them. So I think his job, that's his life. Yeah. That's who he is. That's what he always wants to be. I think he probably regrets retiring here in 2011 when he did. Why do you think he did? It was kind of there was just a lot going on with the great Cardinals. Way to, same thing with Dick Vermeil when he won the Super Bowl. What a great way to go out! People say I'm getting up there in years anyway. I've got all the money I need. What what better way to leave than with a championship? And then you sit around on the couch for a year and you think, what am I doing? Well, Bussy was like almost seventy years old uh, yeah. at the time, right? I mean, yeah, he was in his late sixties. You had Albert Pujols who was a pending free agent, and remember, 2011 was a rough year. They barely made it into the postseason. In fact, he had made up his mind before they had that September surge and just barely got in as the wild card. Yeah. So they were scuffling. I mean, it was so last minute that Major League Baseball for us in the media, they had already closed credentialing and didn't even include Cardinals in their media, and they had to reopen a special period just so St. Louis media could apply for postseason huh. credentials. Interesting. And they usually cover all their bases, so that's how unexpected it was. So you combine that. And he had the shingles as well. So it was a rough year physically, rough <laughs> yeah. year for the team. <laughs> this analysis. <laughs> so I had no he, idea. He was pretty burnt out by the end of 2011. Solly in the hot stove. That's going to be our new MLB segment here on right. the Mark Milton Show with Doug Vaughn filling in this week for the Smash. He's on vacation. Doug, you're headed on vacation this week, are you not? I am. Yeah. All right, have a good time. The but Hamptons. there'll be armed guards at my house. <laughs> you can count all that. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get into the fact that a car was stolen across the street from our house in Saint at Saint Jen this week. You're right kidding. in front of the right in front of our house. Somebody, Somebody was dropping off their three year old, and a car jumped in the car, took off. How scary is that? Oh lord, could have been a kid in there. I mean, just terrifying. Literally yep. across the street from our house. So just is there a just, camera on it or anything? No, of course I don't have a doorbell ring or whatever. Everyone's no. texting me. Hey, do you have a ring? So might be anyway, time to get a dash cam. Scary times. Definitely lock your doors. Get a security camera. Not a bad idea. No. Uh, we want to thank Marco Bertarelli for joining the show. That was great to hear about uh, how they weathered COVID. I mean, that's a business that uh, was on the verge of the brink, and they, yeah. you know, adapted and. We're able to survive, so we appreciate Marco Bertarelli joining the Mark Milton Show. You can find us anytime here at 590thefan.com. If you want to podcast, we're on every Sunday, 10 a.m., with a replay at 6 a.m. on Mondays. You can also find us at Apple iTunes or the themarkmiltonshow.com. Doug, thank you for being here today. Well, Dave, thank you us. for all your uh, your work on the, on the board over there. Really appreciate it. The Mark Milton Show, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com.